The big issue on Sokola Duma Radio. Hello and welcome to Sokola Duma Radio. I am your host, Nkulule Konkeu, and this is The Big Issue. Well, we are continuing with our topic from last week, the shocking state about South African stadiums, the empty stadiums that the PSL clubs have to play in. We Last week, we spoke about a lot of things that were pertaining to the impact of players uh, who have to perform in front of empty stadiums. We spoke to a former, a former player, Dumisa Ngobe. We also spoke to a current player uh, in Dudus in Tanzania and also spoke to uh, Bota Msila, who attends a lot of football matches uh, about what goes on uh, in his daily life and how does he get from one point to the other uh, in a very short space of time all for the love of football well this uh, in this episode we have a positive spin uh, to that in that we look at clubs that are seemingly getting it right how does for example Blake Leopards play at 3 p.m. Uh, on Wednesday and get more than five, ten thousand people uh, to fill up the Toyando Stadium. Uh, and uh, how does a club like Polokwane City uh, explode into life via social media through their social media man, Vosin Timunye Untimane, who has now moved on to Cape Town City? So we'll look at that as well, the strategies to attract uh, fans uh, to stadiums. Uh, why, how do you use social media? How do you translate that uh, into bums on seats at the stadium? And how does Black Leopards uh, reach out to communities in and around the Toyando Stadium? We'll explore that as well. At the same time, we'll also play your voice notes as we ask you on Facebook, are PSL clubs doing enough to attract fans to the stadium? How can they improve? And we appreciate those voice notes. Uh, we cannot obviously play all of them. And uh, on Facebook, the conversation was very... Uh, it, it was on, it was hot. A lot of people giving their input as to how PSL teams are failing uh, to attract fans to the stadium. Uh, one was uh, from Olunga Mapegula saying that he's only noticed Black Clippers so far as a team that has a spectacular crowd attendance. Uh, and it's all, not only when they play big teams like Sundowns and Pirates, uh, even when they play teams like uh, Highlands Park and Amazulu, they all come out in numbers. So we'll explore that, find out how they are able to do that. Once again, thank you very much for those Facebook messages and the voice notes as well. For only three rand ninety cents, you can get yourself a copy of the Sokola Duma newspaper for all the latest football news, the Sia Koposa, and some interviews as well. While in the Sia Koposa special, there is a feature on George Malulega from Kaiser Chiefs. Well, he seemingly is a priority uh, for Mamelodi Sundowns. It looks like Sundowns are in for the man. You check out all those angles about that story and how hot that story is and how firm is that interest from sundowns on the latest edition of the sokola duma newspaper it came out this wednesday get yourself a copy for only three rand 90 cents so how does a team like black Leopards manage to get ten thousand people on a wednesday at 3 p.m to the toyando stadium is it distance perhaps uh, are they allowing the fans for free perhaps well uh barry ramuneniwa is the media officer and the public relations officer at Black Leopards. He'll answer those questions for us. Let's hear him speak about that. Well, it is very important. Although we are casting our wide very, our net very wide now. Because mm. even then we straight right to Mufina, right up to Lukwani, Sanin, and so forth. And uh, remember at some point we were playing from Lukwani. Yeah. 
where it we were build, beginning to build uh, our base around areas like Sishuhu, Mokopani, and so forth. So some of those supporters who are as far as Mokopani going further to Sukukuni, they still come to Toronto, driving many of the games that we have. They still drive from all those distances. We've managed to build very good uh, loyal support with, 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 with our supporters. The ones that we had when we were in Kulukwan have now also joined us. But we then realized that while coming to Kwando was a base that we could work on steadily. Uh, and it has it has paid off. Uh, in Kulukwani it was it was beginning to work but it still needed some time and when the other teams uh, like uh, Baroka came on board, Kulukwani City came on board, it became too there was there, there were too many teams competing, you know, for the same strength. Yeah. So when the team went back to Kwando, that's when we really focused on you know, the local communities and then we stretched and made it wider and wider and wider. And uh, what we've also embarked on now, we are now uh, launching um, uh, supporters uh, clubs throughout the, the country. Even as far as Johannesburg, we have now such a supporters club. Kumalanga, uh, we have, and areas like Blue Fontaine, we have. These areas where you find that we are we go there, we've got opposing teams. Uh, and there are men, there are other teams that we know we are going to play there. Uh, we have managed to find people there in those areas that are supporting Black Leopard and who come out in the large numbers to support us. So in a way, we have always been trying to go to those areas and we do some bleeds around there before the games. And we talk to them in, in, in most cases through their uh, local radio stations. Like when if we, if we have to play in Southern, we would be on Tony TV, we would be on Alex TV, we uh, would be on the uh, TV radio, we would be on uh, what you call this one on the to four ways. Uh, yeah, those, those. Those radio stations, local radio stations, we, we use them, even the big ones, the Twitter, Radio 2000, we really try to, you know, yeah. communicate with our fans, getting touch. What, what, what's important for us is communicating and getting in touch with our fans wherever we go. Yeah. And we've realized that once we've done that, every other game is different when you go back to the same venue, even if we're just visiting that area. Uh, as a home game for another team. Then the next time we, we check all our games, even when they're televised or attended, we find that our numbers are continuing to grow for, for each and every game. How important is the brand and how it identifies with its people? Uh, so, for example, you, you would find that people from Limpopo are proud of being associated with Black Leopards, largely because of the things that you mentioned, that you reach out to the traditional leaders. Um, and as a vendor man, sometimes you would want to identify with the team, or it's Onga man or a Pedi man, which is largely the population of Limpopo. How important uh, is it that you you have when you are a team, you find some form of identity and working within the community? Yeah, 
Uh, you see, initially, the, when the team started in those days, it was more like a Honda team. And we realized that the brand is becoming much more stronger. Then we moved to Pelican. And then it became, it started working on making it a proper brand. But when we came back now to the PSL Premier League now, we realized that the, the, the brand is strengthening every day. We are now making it a national team where everybody, doesn't matter where they are, you can actually feel that this is a team and this is a national team. And surprisingly enough, we have a lot of friends in places like uh, in the neighboring countries like Zimbabwe, Botswana, mm. Lesotho, in particular Lesotho. And the other thing that actually helps us to gain all those friends in the areas like Lesotho, for example, is when you have a player from that area, uh, people in those areas want to hear more about their player or their brother who is playing for Black Leopard. Yeah. And like the other like uh, one, some of our biggest support, we've got a very, very big following in Tazilin Adal. And it's because of some of, most of the players that we have brought in from Tazilin Natal. Mm. Uh, we don't, we don't go through a game without giving them information about the game in Tazilin Natal. We get in touch with those people, inform them because they want to know also how is this team that so and so is playing for who is playing for Black Leopard is doing and how are they doing? So we've got a number of players who come from those areas who also create that you know relationship between us and and the communities there. And by giving them that kind of information, they are always following up, and we don't say no. Hey, this president that is far. We are not going to give them. We see the radio Zulu everything we. Hunt them up with a lot of information and communication all the way. Mm. So at the moment, we are not even looking at it as a vendor team anymore because it's owned by vendors. No, it has now become a national team. And that's how we have continued to, to build a brand. We have now moved away from saying Blackley Park was a vendor team when it started. It became a provincial team. And at the moment, it's national. And as I say, it's international actually now. Uh, go to Lesotho. You can call people in Lesotho. Hey, that's why the CDFN, those radio Lesotho and stuff like that, we are constantly in interviews with them because there is a large following. People, their listeners want to know what is happening with Black Leopard. Every every other time. We don't say, no, now we can't do this because it's they are far in the city and so forth. We are constantly in touch with those people because they want to also follow the players who are in at Black Leopard and they create that, you know, support for us and we get a lot of support from them. Yeah. So I mean, the brand is continuing to grow day in, day out and uh, we are waiting towards that and we've also got now a brand manager uh, who's Focusing on growing the the, the, the brand, uh, he was appointed. He was appointed this year. He's doing a lot of uh, going about and you know just to focus on on a brand. Somebody that is now working closely 
with the fans and taking care of the brand and making sure that it grows to the highest level possible. Yeah, I mean, it shows. It shows because even if it's uh, midday uh, at 3 p.m. in the playoffs, uh, even uh, the Monday game, it was it started at 5. It was packed. It was beautiful to see, as always. Uh, it shows that there is great work being done. Uh, Mr. Ramonenyiwa, thank you very much for speaking to us on Sokoladuma. No, uh, you're welcome. I mean, it's not just in Toronto. Look at uh, the games that we've played everywhere. And uh, compare the crowds that come to support Black Leopards and mm. the other teams. Uh, that's why even now our t-shirts are selling very well. The people love the new, 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 new regalia, and they are selling very well. Mm. They are selling very well. We've got to that stage now where we are now putting our brand out there through the, the regalia, uh, and and we are doing well. And, you know, just a matter of time. That's why we say we are one of the top five teams in South African football. Well, there you are then. Hopefully other teams are taking lessons from Black Leopards. Of course, it's very, very important uh, to be able to be plugged in to the local radio stations, regional radio stations and national radio stations as well as newspapers and other media outlets. Uh, and also, in addition to that, you also need to uh, to be with the people, to be able to mobilize people, to be, to, to be present as a brand, as we've just heard now uh, from the Black Leopards media officer Barry uh, the people that are making our PSL so weak are the officials of the PSL and the referees because they don't punish referees they are just I don't know maybe it's their training that is weak or what so if they can make sure that their refereeing are get punished I think that the game can improve because there are so misconducts that they are doing. Today they judge this way, tomorrow they judge this way, and that drops the standards of our football. That's where the problem lies. Hello, teams are not doing a great job uh, in order to attract more fans and supporters to the stadium. We miss the olden days of uh, PROs, you know, Lisha Gwani, Alexa Gwani. You know, those days, you know, they go around the country, mobile the supporters to come and watch the game. Now, technology is too, is too much, so we don't go to the stadium a, a lot. So teams don't go around preaching the weight of soccer to your supporters. There is a great challenge to our teams. So, really, football is dying. Supporters are no longer going to the stadium, only the derby, full uh, capacity. Let's now move on to a man who's managed to find success on social media. Uh, what usually is a uh, dichotomy, or, or rather, a, there is a divorce between what you get on social media and what you get on, at, at the stadium. Sometimes teams have hundreds of thousands of fans on social media, sometimes millions, but they only manage to get 2,000 people at the stadium. Gusin Timane is one of the people that has been able to succeed on social media through his quirky humor and his team's ability to be able to amplify the team's brand on that space of social media, Twitter and Facebook. So how does it do it? And does it really translate to numbers in terms of bums on seats during match day. Let's hear from the man himself. No, I started uh, two seasons ago, uh, the beginning in, uh, in the middle of the season. And then uh, we started developing uh, um, how we're going to do it. Uh, we, we came up with a plan to start uh, uh, having a, 
a way to 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 advertise our game, not the normal way of advertising our game yeah. using uh, other teams' nicknames and everything. And then uh, it worked well. Uh, then we started continuing doing that, and that's the the the, the basic one that we did. And interacting more with friends and talking to them in, on a daily basis. So you, the, the humor, uh, the manner in which you 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 did uh, your thing on social media, uh, was it deliberate? Was it a te- was it the team and yourself uh, deciding that this is how you're gonna go about it in order to get attract uh, uh, attention? Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a method of uh, us uh, getting nicknames of all the 16, uh, 15 teams in the PSL. Mm. And then uh, and then and we did it deliberately. We knew it's gonna create reactions with the names that were coming up uh, every day with different names of for different teams, depending on the status, depending on what they were, depending depend on 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 the team. Uh, and then it worked well. Yeah, and then of course because you are uh, a master in that space, uh, you notice numbers, you notice trends. Uh, were you then concerned with uh, the, the 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 difference between the followers? online and the lack of followers at the stadiums no i mean part of the job is not only on social media also this this uh, you what you do you you start attracting people from social media and then you go out and meet them and yeah. uh, that's the way we did it Pulukwan. even now Pulukwana city still has uh, in every game they still has uh, plus minus three thousand to four thousand people so depending on the game in the in some games, and then they go to 35,000 from some games. So I think before then, it was only 1,000 or 500 people on the stand. So from there, I think it worked well with the way we did it in the social media. And that make, makes, when you go and meet them, it makes it easy for you to interact with them. Mm, because they already are aware of you uh, since you engaged them on that social media platform. Well, I'm glad you're saying that there was a positive uh, from social media. It translated uh, into something, whether it's a thousand, two thousand, but it made a difference. Uh, tell us a little bit more uh, about that difference. Then, uh, do you think that clubs uh, are not utilizing the the, the social media platforms, uh, the radio platforms, to its fullest potential to gain supporters? No, it's not. Uh, I think it depends on where where are you staying. I think. Uh, 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 and uh, when the distance in the stadiums and everyone around you, I think uh, some teams uh, on social media they do well, but looking at the stands, uh, I'll give you a typical example: Kaiser Chiefs. They play at home; they have less than five thousand people at FNB Stadium, yeah. but they go away and play in PE. The stadium is full, so it depends where you are and the people who understand. Uh, so it's not a matter of only me social media, but it. It can can also help with a positive uh, turnout in the in the sense, but uh, depending where you are and uh, in look at and just giving yesterday it was in uh, the game was played on a Monday yeah, in Toronto Stadium, yeah. but the the, the the stadium was packed and they are not that active on social media, so it, it depends on where you are and how you deal with your your supporters. But I think uh, uh, social media, visiting and interacting with them uh, directly on their communities, I think it it also helps. Yeah, we just spoke to them as well, actually speaking to to Black Clippers, and they do, it does come across that. Uh, It's not only about social media, it's about engaging with the community, which leads me to the next uh, question. Of course, the next challenge now, uh, or well, it has been the next challenge for you over the past uh, 10 months or so uh, when you joined uh, Cape Town City. 
what is it about Cape Town City? What are, what are, what were the, some of the initial challenges that you noticed that you were going to have uh, when it comes to translating uh, or creating brand awareness about Cape Town City? No, it's, uh, it's just a matter of us doing what we're doing now. Uh, first thing, foremost, we decrease the, the price to 20 rand. And uh, the changes are there to be seen. People are starting to attend. We have uh, a minimum of uh, 3.5 to 4,000 on a game. And then I think we are improving game by game. And also the issue of uh, visiting. Like tomorrow, we're heading to UWC to visit students uh, at UWC. I think yeah. uh, if we keep on doing that and making awareness in the communities around us and all the the townships around us, even in town, I think we'll, we'll get it right one of the good days. But we are starting the work. It's done on almost every day. Uh, we've been in Kailicha. Now we are going to UWC. I think next couple of weeks will be in Nanga. So we are doing it. We're trying to, to, to interact with friends directly and then make sure that the, the communities around us knows what's happening with the kids. So I think we take it from there. And then everything will look... Uh, looking at the attendance now, I think we are improving game by game. And what is the realistic number that South African football, uh, in at least because you are you work in the industry, uh, in your opinion, what is the reasonable number that we should come to terms with in terms of uh, numbers? You mentioned three thousand, around two thousand five hundred. Uh, sometimes, obviously, it can be up to five to ten thousand, twenty thousand, depending on which team you're playing against. But what is the reasonable number when you like? Okay, uh, at least on average, this is good. No, I think uh, in uh, for us, I think uh, five thousand is reasonable in every game. Mm. Uh, from there, going up uh, five thousand, I think should be minimum, and then going up uh, to eight to forty, depending on the team that you're playing against. All right, and finally, uh, your next target now is to continue uh, increasing the brand. Uh, are you happy with how the communities within Cape Town are responding to the team? I think uh, we this week only uh, last week um, the, um, we went to athletics. There were different athletics in different stadiums in uh, in in Cape Town. I think uh, we went to went to to to, to the first one was in Greenpoint. We went there, and then uh, we I think we are uh, the other one. The other one was was in, uh, in 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 a township. So I think we we are getting there. When you get there, to the players, you go there with the players. I think the reaction is good. Mm. It's just a matter of time. We continue doing the same thing. Uh, we'll never get tired of interacting with uh, with the fans around and the communities. I think we'll get it right. Yeah. We'll see. Thank you so much, man, for speaking to us on Sokaladuma. We appreciate it. Thank you very much, sir. Sokaladuma Radio. Our teams are underperforming. They don't give the fans what they're looking for. And the general style of play is not pleasing at all. And by that, I don't think they're doing... In fact, they're actually not doing anything at all to, to attract fans to the stadiums. They're not doing... It's like they're not putting any efforts. Okay, this is Russ Mighty from KZN in Port Chapston. I the PSL clubs nowadays are don't wanna lie. I was going to la So we book a game in the for Rugu ticket. I was like, I mean, I'm going to improve it because I sign every day. I'm a player, I'm a funny girl. At the end of the day, I'm a player, I'm a coach. But I'm a coach, 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 coach. I'm a player, I'm a man, I'm a suit, I'm a man. Because even young kids, 
ku NFT yabasai naba befike emathimi namakhulu nabo bafike benze into ezi ongazibona nje kahle abo football nje right now asincono sibele sibuke netball once and we thank you very much for those voice notes and the input from both Barry and Vusi. We really appreciate their input on the show. It's quite a lengthy topic, as we mentioned last week. There are multiple elements to it. Uh, the PSL, we've tried to reach out to them, ask them questions about this topic. They're not necessarily interested in the topic. They're saying that they are uh, fatigued from speaking about the same thing over and over again. Uh, one of the things that I've always argued is that uh, ever since I started following football, uh, age four, five years old, attending stadium, uh, local, uh, the local football association, attending matches there at the stadium, uh, is that I've never really needed football to be advertised to me in order for me to go to the stadium. However, we are different kinds of uh, followers, different kinds of fans. Some people are a partial support some people have other important things to do and sometimes they do need uh, that heads up that there are games being played. Uh, some people like myself or yourself know where to find the information about which team is playing and when and where to find information such as the results from yesterday's game, for example. Some people know that they can always go to the Sokala Duma website and find results from yesterday's games. Uh, and they also can find match reports from yesterday's games. They can see who got the yellow card, who got suspended, who got a red card from the game, who was the referee, what time it started. Some people are just random football fans who... But if by any chance they see a match playing, they will watch it. However, they don't go out of their way to get information about uh, the match itself or about the game. Some people love Kaiser Chiefs, but I don't even know where Kaiser Chiefs is in, in the league, in the Epsilon Premiership League. They don't know that it's a team that is lying at number six or number five. And sometimes they get a shock when you say that team, the team is not as good as he thinks or she thinks. It is. So there are different kind of fans and there are books that have been dedicated uh, to studying fans that when people reach a certain age, maybe from 35 uh, to 55 or above, your priorities change. You are no longer only someone who's devoted to watching football. You are a father, you are an uncle, you are a leader of a business, leader of an association or an organization. And football is probably the third or fourth or even tenth uh, in terms of your list of priorities. So there are different fans that need to be catered to and clubs need to understand that they need to reach out to those people as well. If not, we will lose continuously uh, the, the audience, the most important people uh, about the game. And of course, the new generation, the younger generation are more into European football than we are or the older generation is or was. So we need to find a way in which we attract them as well. Hence the importance of speaking to them on social media and getting them off social media and attending stadium. Then comes the problem of when they are at the stadium, what kind of experience do they get? Because they will juxtapose that experience vis-a-vis -vis their experience that they got when they went to the mall to watch a movie, for example. So if they have a positive experience watching a movie at the mall, then they are prone to accepting that going to the movie is a better experience than watching a football match where you have beer poured on you. Sometimes you pay 100 grand to, to inhale weed, but you don't smoke weed. You don't smoke marijuana. So those are the kind of things. That is the other element to it that clubs can perhaps not control because they don't own the stadiums. You know? So it's a broad conversation. 
uh, about, uh, but the most important thing is that we need to get to a point where we make people feel comfortable at stadiums. Clubs need to do better in terms of marketing their clubs. Uh, and clubs need to have media officers. Some clubs don't have media officers sometimes. And the importance of that is that when we need answers, we need to know where to get to. We can't call the coach or the owner of the club all the time. We need media officers. So teams need to take themselves very seriously. You know, so it's a very broad conversation. However, we can say that the league is in decline in terms of numbers on seats. And hence, I ask Busi, what is his estimation of what a team needs to get? For example, 5,000, I think, is a very good number for South African football. And we need perhaps smaller stadiums to make it look much better, to make the stadium look like it's a field-to-capacity stadium. You know, we need smaller stadiums. We don't need 30,000 stadiums, uh, except for the rare occasion of a cup final or a Soweto derby. We need smaller stadiums in order to make the aesthetics of the league matches better because that's what the teams are currently getting, 2,500 1,000 fans at the stadiums at best. So that's pretty much it for the topic. Of course, it continues. It will always continue. We'll ask this topic in a different way in a different year or month. For now, thank you very much for listening to us on The Big Issue. I am your host, Ngulule Gongewo. Sokala Duma Radio. Sokala Duma Radio.